jilted lovers, new jobs, and she's who? Make sure you tune in to a full recap of your favorite soap opera, Days of Our Lives, on AfterBuzz TV's Dishing Days, coming up next. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. I get to dance. And guess what? We're back, y'all. We're back, y'all. Welcome to AfterBuzz TV's Dishing Days, where we give you a full recap of this week's episodes of NBC's number one hit soap opera, Days of Our Lives. I'm your host, Tony Moore, and I am joined by a very excited cast of hosts. Hello, Michael Mattis. Oh, wow. Oh, yes. oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. You like me. You really, really like, like me. me. And the jazzercise queen herself. Hi, Jane everyone. Tammy Kavaya. You actually look like that with the crop top, too. Yes. There's a crop top, see? Oh, my goodness. If you guys are tuning in live, thank you so much for re-watching this part again. <laughs> this is not a deja vu. We're actually... It never happened the first time. Thank you guys for tuning in live. If you haven't already, make sure you like us and follow us on all social media platforms. We are Dishin Days on Facebook and Instagram and underscore Dishin Days on the Twitter. The, the at is, is implied. implied. And if you are listening to us on the podcast... Hello. Make sure you like us and give us a... I almost said compliment. But yeah, I mean, that's that's give, us too, give us a compliment. You know? Give us a comment. Give us five stars. Let, it know, let us know that you like us and love us and want more of us. And if you are a huge soap fan, make sure you tune into our other recap shows. We have the GH Report, which covers General Hospital, and Restless Rap, which covers Young and the Restless. And if you guys are tuning in and wondering... Where's Freddie and Alyssa? Well, we got you to tune in first to our recap, and they will be joining us after during our second hour. Thank you, everyone. All right. Hi again, everyone. Hi. Hello. I feel like we've done this before. It's like deja vu. What do we think of this Groundhog week of days? Day. <laughs> hmm. Emotional. Emotional. It was, what did so you say? So emotional. The emotional. It was the emotional uh, AF. You yes. know, I described it as, oh, that's how I felt. What? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There was definitely, and I couldn't be too loud because, you know, I have roommates, but I was like, what? Yeah, Suzanne Rogers is killing me. Oh, my oh, God. She yeah. is frigging killing me. So. She's, she's, ugh, she's everything. Yeah. Well, let's get right into it. It's now time to start Dishing Days. days. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Ryan in the booth who has yeah. joined hey, our Ryan. wacky show. Appreciate Hello, him. Hello, Ryan. That's all right. Like hello, Ryan. Hello, Ryan. All right. Uh, that sounded really creepy. Um, all right. So let's uh, get right into it. Uh, into the uh, Nicole, Eric, Brady, Xander, Sarah, Rex, Maggie, Victor, Kate storyline. Yes. Um, first of all, mm. let's just go ahead and go to Friday, mm-hmm. the last couple of minutes, when Xander says. People will be surprised that Nicole is actually being played by the one, the only, yes. Kristen DeMera. Were you surprised at that point, or were you kind of already on board that that's the well, direction it was going in? there were hints mm-hmm. all throughout. And now, let's be Carmen Sandiego for a second, Nancy Drew, and connect all the dots. So the first dot was, when Eric wanted to make love to Nicole, she mm-hmm. said... I can't because my body is still badly burned. It's really the tattoos. Right. And then remember last week I was like, didn't she say her body was badly burned, but she's wearing this really low (laughs) And that's when we said it's the back. So then it's kind of like, where's she burned at? Mm -hmm. Then when on Holly's, the day of Holly's funeral, Mm -hmm. she was wearing the infamous red dress. dress. Yes. (laughs) 
And I was just like, I don't think he's supposed to be wearing that. T-. And then, well, also, and I think the the fact that she and that Nicole and Xander were working together that reveal was mm-hmm. a, was a big um, yeah. That reveal too, and also her undying love for Brady. Brady. Yes. Which someone pointed out, she is mad at everybody except Brady. She's obsessed with him. Which it doesn't make sense because they said, um, uh, she wait, she cheated on Brady with the brother Mm -hmm. Eric. Yeah, with Eric. Yeah. So she has a reason to like basically, and and then all the stuff that Brady did. Okay, it's coming back. Because Sarah was like, when she got there, she was like, she completely hated Brady for yeah. for what he did and blackmailing her and making her leave and you know making making Eric you know give up on her and everything like that. So that was another big hit. But what I want to give kudos to is to whoever the prop person is at Days because when the reveal happened, I was like, oh snap, it's actually a Nicole mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what did you? Th- think I I didn't know how they were going to pull that off. You know what I mean? Because like cuz when she did it, I was like, "Oh, when it cuts back, she's right. she's the mask just is gonna already going to be off." Yeah. yeah. But she literally went oh. yeah. and wig and I was just like, "What?" Well, cuz I think when when they showed Nicole slash Ari doing this. I think they just had her like scorch her face like this yeah. well, well, to make it look like it. And then when it came off, we didn't see the, the didn't whole thing. Exactly. There is, but there is, like you've seen the promo for this week, there is actually like a Nicole mask, like Mrs. Doubtfire. Yes. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Well, but also they had Nicole kind of do this, mm-hmm. which indicated there was a mask. Yeah. And then probably Ari did a. Yeah. And then Stacy did a. Like a. a like a folding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like. Hey, girl. And then I was like, okay, you better have on a full face beat underneath that well, mask. exactly. I was like, ha oh, yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. I wonder what they're going to explain is how she pulled off the voice so well. Well, or you if know. That's, or if that's just something we yeah, just need to be like. This is such a soap opera. <laughs> we just need to accept yeah. that. Typical yeah. ploy. I mean, they've done this on General Hospital. They've mm-hmm. done this in other soap operas before. They did it with and- Stefano back in the day when they thought they had Stefano in jail. And... All of, and some the way that they figured out it wasn't Stefano was that somebody beat Stefano in chess. And John Black was like, what? Mm-hmm. Nobody beats Stefano in chess. And so then the guy, or Stefano, took off his mask, and it was a ploy. And then Stefano had Marlena on a plane, kidnapped her, took her to Paris, kept her in a cage all yeah, summer. There you go. So, yeah. So, it's a Demir, it's, it's a, it's a Demira's coming full circle. And yeah. it's a, just a, a suspension of disbelief in regards yeah. to you just have the to, voice you know, and sort of thing. It's just fun. Kind of be like, okay, this is yeah. happening. Yeah. Um... And when she said, will you just forget about Holly? Yeah. Oh. It's like, oh. Right. It's like, ooh, you are losing Yikes. it. <laughs> um, I loved her being so mad yeah. when, when Brady left the room. How yeah. mad she was. That was awesome. She had to scream into the pillow. <laughs> oh, my God. Everyone's so having those awesome. tantrums now where they're just, like, destroying stuff in the room. There's Claire had hers. Yes. Now the, the Kristen had hers. Mm-hmm. Um Here's what I'm sad about, though. What are you sad about? That Nicole isn't actually. Well, alive. that was a Well, I know. That's what we were. I, I had a realization. I was like, wait, so is Nicole alive or not? And I'm thinking she's not. But Michael's I'm like, well, maybe she, she is. Nah, I don't know. I think well, she is. I don't think she is. I don't think she is either. Well, as of now, we don't know. Yeah. Anything's possible, but I'm right. thinking she's not. But I don't believe anyone that's died in the past year and a half is actually dead. I don't think the three people that Ben killed are still dead. I think they're alive somewhere. <laughs> Believe me, you. Wendy is gone. 
Wendy well, is gone. <laughs> She's the exception. She didn't get raw serum. Paige, Paige <laughs> is gone. Will uh, is the only one that came back. Jack. Will. Jack was dead. He came back. No, I, you said... Oh, the, the three people. The, yeah, sorry. I did say killed, that. Yeah. Got it. I get confused. So many people <laughs> die on this show. Don't look at me like that. For oh. podcast listeners, Tony's giving Michael the, the like, come on. Yeah, like he doesn't forget anything. Look, anyway. Come on, look. I don't. <laughs> I'm an elephant. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, so yeah, so uh, so that was like such a a huge reveal, mm-hmm. and so he's you know Xander's taking orders from um, from Kristen, um, who it's just a partnership, but it's really odd because Xander is turned on by the fact that it's Nicole, but it's not Nicole. He's turned on by he's just a you know dog. anything in a skirt. Yeah, so pretty much. He will he will always try, <laughs> literally try his hand. Is it is it really weird that I was about to say, well, I've got a skirt? <laughs> yes, Love it, it is. <laughs> <laughs> is it weird that I said it or that I have one? Uh, let's just move on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of Xander, if if there was a quote of the week uh, where he says, "Was it was it to Victor references available upon request?" No, oh. he said it to. Who did he no, say he said that it. To? He said it to Nicole slash Kristen. Oh, that's right. Because and he was bragging about how many how many His women conquest. he's he's satisfied. Yes. yes. Oh my god. Oh yeah, yes. And then, well, you can also go and talk to Sarah Horton. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> then I was like, what does she have to say? <laughs> um, so that that was that was huge. And mm-hmm. then um uh Xander went because of of Nicole Kristen's Cricole. Cricole's uh order. Oh, can we call her that? Yeah. From yeah. here on out, Cricole. Um or wait. No, Cricole. That's right. Yeah. Or Nixton. No. Oh, Nixon. No, no, it sounds Crickle. like Nixon. Crickle. 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 Yeah. Crickle. So Crickle ordered Xander to go to the hospital to um, tamper with the files. Yes. Um, to which he got caught by Rex. So him and Rex finally had a um, a moment. It was, but it was weird though, because for a moment I was like, so no one's surprised that because I thought for some reason Xander was dead, but then he just got away. Right. Got it. In my mind, he was dead. And it's always fun to see those scenes where they've never had a scene together. Mm-hmm. And so Rex saying, I know who mm-hmm. you are. You're Xander. And that he literally fun. looked like he would had no time for it. He was like, oh my God. <laughs> when Z- uh, Rex was like, stay away from my fiance, the look on Xander's face was like, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> like, bye. Um, and while that was happening, um, there were some kisses being had. Mm-hmm. So we had Krakol and Brady mm-hmm. share a kiss. And then Eric and Sarah share a kiss. Yes, and that was by Eric's initiation this time. And you know know what's interesting is that it's one of those moments where you just kind of go, can can y'all just be together? Like, you know what (laughs) I mean? I know. I think that's been how a lot of people have been thinking about that whole triangle for a while. It's like... just bite the bullet, break up with Rex, be with Eric. It's what you want. Right. It's, It's, at this point, move along. And it's just like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I concur. If, if they wrap up this story with Krakol, mm-hmm. then Eric and Sarah can be together. So we'll see how long this drags out. I know. Oh, we have a suggestion, Crystal. Crystal, I like Crystal. I like Krakol. I like Krakol. Crystal is not bad, but let's go with Krakol. Our first, the first. Yeah. 
Okay. Well, first, first inspiration. Yeah. Well, how about this? If you're listening to us right now live, <laughs> let us know. Would you like Crickol or Crystal? Comment in the chat, and I then we'll s- we'll let them decide. And then we'll I never say there. no to Crystal. Crystal. Oh, we know that. Um, <laughs> So I don't know. I just uh, it's, I'm I'm now rooting for Eric and uh, Eric and Sarah. Sarah, yeah. I've always been rooting for them. Well, I'm, yeah, me too. So. It, it's just this bummer of seeing them kind of just go with their prospective loves instead mm-hmm. of just maybe being honest with themselves and going, you know what, I'm over that. I want yeah, this. but Eric's first love is Nicole. Yeah, the, I mean. Who he now? Yeah, because now he thinks Nicole is alive and yes. it's going to be pining for her because she's rejecting him, although not knowing I, that she's actually Kristen. Although I am surprised that he did kiss Sarah. That surprised me. Yeah. Like, well, if she's your love, if, if Nicole's your first love, then or not first love, but greatest love, mm-hmm. that he says over and over again, then what it was up? it was it was out of re- the rejection. Yeah. Nicole Nicole's Nicole's oh, rejection. Men and their rejection. Yeah, can't handle it. No, can't handle it. All right. The, mm-hmm. our, our tribe has spoken. Okay. Crystal. Really? Crystal. Mm. All right. Okay. Crystal. I'm still going to say Crickle because I'm an independent woman. <laughs> <laughs> independent me. She anyway. Always, she always want to be different. So, uh, Maggie, Victor, and Kate. Okay, quick question yes. first. And Victor was just, he's just very blunt. He is not a beat around the bush kind of a person or whatever. He basically, because Maggie feels like Kate is after Victor in a Mm -hmm. romantic way. And he asked her point blank. Do you, and there was that moment of before they cut to commercial. Right. (laughs) Do you all think that Kate is interested in business or pleasure with Victor? I think I I just want to think this way, but business. I don't think she's after Victor romantically. I think Kate's been there, done that. She's after power. Exactly. Should it translate into maybe conniving for Victor? Maybe. I don't think she's beyond not going there. But I think right now, I think at this point she's not there. It's all business and power. I think Maggie's just her emotions are all over the place, and it's just it's all in her head. Speaking of Maggie. And, and Ernie's description of Victor this week is he's an ass. <laughs> like, yeah, a little bit, yeah, yeah, pretty much. He did apologize for leaving her at the, but I don't think it was too very little, sincere. too late. Yeah. Le- leaving her where? Uh, when she oh she, he didn't leave her. She, Maggie left uh, Doug's place and he didn't go with her last oh. week. When she was all upset. But also, this is a day of, you know, Holly's funeral and everything like that. You should be by your wife's side. Exactly. And he's taking a business meeting with with Kate. So it just. And I don't know why they're going down this road. Yeah. Well, I think they're going down this road because Maggie is having a very tough time right now with, you know, Victor and her marriage and Kate and now the death of Holly. And we have seen her for what? The past few weeks mm-hmm. get a drink and almost you know, the, but then yeah oh my god it's been so hard to watch and then the yeah you yeah. know but this week she took a sip yes and I, she like, took more than a sip I she took a couple I, sips first yeah. I thought it was water because she keeps going for the scotch and like okay that looks like alcohol but then she, she it was reached water. for the clear but <laughs> it was water that's like, supposed to be vodka yeah yeah <laughs> the whole but yeah I should keep my vodka in one of those fancy uh and just drink it out of the bottle. It felt like a slow motion moment for me as she's about to drink it. And I'm like, no. 
I, there was a... <laughs> I had two reactions. Was you like? There was a, no, thank God you finally just took a drink. I mean, <laughs> all, these, all these weeks you've been wanting to take yeah. a drink. Oh, but so hard. But it, it was, first of all, kudos to Suzanne Rogers because mm-hmm. those scenes with her and Brady, and she was just like, oh, I just fell asleep. And then she was just like, I just, it's just been so hard. And, and I was just like, oh, girl. Well, we I was were like, talking oh. about that. I mean, she was, you do that as an actress, mm-hmm. and you start hyperventilating. Mm-hmm. Because she was literally like, yeah. you do that long enough, and you will start hyperventilating. Mm-hmm. So I was scared on multiple levels for Maggie as mm-hmm. well as Suzanne Rogers. But I'm so happy that Brady was the one mm-hmm. that finally, yeah. first, I'm happy that Someone knows. I wasn't sure how long this was going to go on. Yeah. If she was going to try hiding her drinking for three months before finally someone tuned in that she yeah. started drinking. So I'm glad, A, somebody knows, and B, that it's Brady because he totally gets it. Yeah. And he went to, then he went to Victor and was like, you need to fire Kate. At first like, I thought he was going to tell, remember when, when Maggie said, please don't tell Victor. I thought he was going to tell him. And too. then when Brady said, you know what, I have something I need to tell you. I was like, do you not? Yeah, don't, don't break her confidence like that. be a snitch. Like so. And they both were like, Victor was like, okay, fire Xander. And they kind of were, you know, they reached, yeah. an, they reached an impasse that neither one could fire the one they yep. wanted to get fired. So, womp, womp. <clears throat> There's just a lot happening with this storyline, and it's all so very much, interesting. Yeah. And again, kudos to Suzanne Rogers oh for gosh. what she's doing. I'm very interested to see how this is going to go because this is Maggie. She's been the, yeah. the the backbone of everyone else, Lucas and Brady and Eric, and this being their support system. Now it's like, is someone going to? Well, Brady's going to obviously be right. there for her, but like, man, she's reached her breaking point. Yep. She broke. They're crazy. All right, let's move on to Mayor Jack, <clears throat> Commissioner <throat> Eve, Hope, <clears throat> Eli, Rafe, Ben Tripp, Haley, and JJ. Um, first of all, who is on board <laughs> for Commissioner Eve? I'm only on board with it because I think it's going to, I think it's going to create some good drama between her and Ben. I and, love and, the and, scenes between yeah. her and Ben. I think they're so good. Between so that's Cassie why I, that's why I'm for it, just for the the possibilities of the drama, which is why I watch the show. Yeah. However, I I if it was real life, I'd be down with it. I I'd down no, with it? No, I would be not down with it. Not down with it. <laughs> thumbs down. I'd be thumbs down with it. Cuz clearly she she has no business being commissioner, and I know she's no. like it's an administrative Why? job. Why she's a be... business person? No. She can run companies. Why can't she be police commissioner? Absolutely no. not. They pointed out, <laughs> like as Eli did, he he said some cop term, and he was, and then he explained it, and then she was just like, yeah, and he was like, well, I would assume you didn't know what the term meant, and it's like you probably don't know anything about being a police officer because you never been one. Mm-hmm. That's just like okay, so today. I am host Tony Moore here at AfterBuzz TV's Dish and Days. And then I go on ABC LA and mm-hmm. announce that I'm now commissioner of the police department. <laughs> wasn't, of the, wasn't the, y'all, would, y'all would look at me crazy. Wasn't there a storyline, though, on days where someone would became police commissioner and they had no history? James was talking about it. James Reynolds? James Law Jr. Hi, James Law Jr. He was talking about the history. The, the, someone became police commissioner with absolutely no... It's possible. James, are you in the chat room? He's no, not. He's, on he's the case. living I mean, his life before. in San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, if Rafe had just taken the commissioner job instead of telling Jack no, then Regrets. we wouldn't be in this yeah. position. But the hilarity comes from Eli. 
where he was on the phone with Lonnie, explaining to Lonnie, be like, princess. And just like, queen. just saying all this stuff, and Eve comes, do, 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 which she looked good, by the way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then she's saying all this stuff, and then looks and sees, I gotta go back. I'm like, ooh, girl, you done got caught. <laughs> I love Simone Francois. She says, I want Jennifer to destroy Jack and Eve because something is not right in th- with this election. Ooh, Something's the- not right. Something no, is not Jen- right. <laughs> the way Jennifer looked when Jack got sworn in and then announced that yeah. Eve was commissioner, <laughs> Jennifer's face was literally like, you have got to be kidding me. Okay, so I've noticed I've noticed a trend. Whenever there's a, a an event for Jack and Jennifer's there, she always like, I have a question, and you know it's going to be shady AF, and you're just waiting for it because she's like, um, you're like, here she comes. That's it. Thank you, Scott Holston, and someone else in the chat room. Um, the character of Bo on One Life to Live became commissioner with no police experience. So, I mean, it has happened before. Has it happened, has it, does it happen IRL? Or just on soaps? In real life. That's yeah. what that meant. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'd have to research my, my police I mean, I don't, I don't think so. I wouldn't think so. EJ was mayor, and he didn't... So Annie Gowen reminded us that EJ won mayor, and he, he was a race car driver. So... I don't know. I mean, I guess we have to decide whether we're just going to go with it yeah. or, or not. Well, I mean, oh, I mean, <laughs> we Wallace, are. Look at the Trump administration. Does anyone in that administration belong there? Well, experience-wise, in particular. I, whatever. In particular. Let's not go there. Sorry. <laughs> Shouldn't have gone there. Oh, boy. But, um, um, but then, uh, so, oh, gosh. Um, first of all, uh, okay, so, uh, JJ calls Trip because they need money. And supplies and clothes and stuff like that. And Hope and Eli show up and confront Trip when they. But Trip has like secured them and told them to go, which mm-hmm. I thought he had a great lie. Um, but Hope was not believing it. Was like your place under arrest, Doo-doo. and gets fired yes. over a text message. That was hysterical. Who gets fired over a text message? Um, plenty of people. I'm sure it happens. But you we're talking about okay, but message. okay. You can Arms get fired swallowed. over a text message if you work at a fast food restaurant, <laughs> if you work at uh, a restaurant, um, something in the service industry, retail maybe. But when you start being being like an administrative uh, assistant or like an executive or police commissioner, there's no laws like, against you don't, it. You who who. who? <laughs> Who gets fired over a text message when you're police commissioner? But I just love she she gets text, she's fired, and they go to uncuff him. Right? Yeah, <laughs> it's like, well, it's like, it's like, it's like I have I have no jurisdiction. And then that Eli was, was like, "Well, we don't have prob- probable oh, cause. cause." That's what that's the term. Um, and so you know he got away scot free. Yeah, and so now they're on Smith Island. Haley and JJ are on Smith Island. I was like, "Where are they going to run?" Oh, this is good, Smith Island. Which I will say, they were eating one of my favorite meals, beanie weenies. Beanie. So that's a for real thing. It is. Oh, what? You never heard of that? You never had a. No, you never I had beanie weenies. Had a beanie weenie. First of all, you can actually buy beanie weenies um, in the grocery store, and it's, they're called beanie Here weenies. Here in Los Angeles. Yeah. Okay. But <laughs> I have I have always made. Beanie Weenies, like that has been like my was it favorite. Like, it's like it's, okay. it's it's hot dogs and, oh, and pork and beans. Franks and beans. Yeah, yeah. It's the same thing. Well, that I know, but they're not called Beanie Weenies. Oh, I always called, called them Franks and beans. Aren't no, they? I've always called them Beanie Weenies. It's What's the interchangeable? Can the can says Beanie Weenie. Does it? Yeah, but I like to think that my recipe for Beanie Weenies is amazing. 
and the secret is that you don't boil the hot dogs, you put them in the oven. Do you put sugar mm. in the, with the beans to make it sweet? No, I actually just, I <laughs> buy... Um, Suddenly we're Food Network. <laughs> I buy uh, Bush's Baked Beans. They're so good. Oh, look, right there. See, Beanie Weenie. Beanie Weenie. <laughs> um, Ryan's back thank you, Ryan. Like, I'm going to Google Ryan's Googling wow. everything for us. <clears throat> Beanie Weenies, also called Franken Beans, is a dish that can be main or item on a side. Oh, it's a side dish. It's always, well, no, it's, a, main. it's always it's like main mac and dish. cheese. It can be your main, main, main item or a side dish. I'd want some bread with it, but anyway. Oh, no. You know what's better with it? Biscuits. Ritz, no, Ritz crackers. And you sprinkle Ooh. them in. Sorry. And, and bushes and bushes baked beans with, uh, with you got to get the bun length hot dog, put those in the <sighs> oven, chop them up, make, and then crumple some Ritz crackers. Heaven! Everyone's invited over to Tony's. Exactly. Oh, my God. They're so good. And sometimes you have to let them sit to let everything, like, mixture and marry each other and get them one. Do you think Haley and JJ are going to sleep together? Sorry, yes. Thank you for getting us back on track. <laughs> yeah, because you, did you, you know, see, did you see the way... Did you see the way that she looked at him yeah. when he went up under to fix that plumbing? <laughs> True. Yeah. But I like the comedic moments. You know, the plumbing burst. It's like, oh, let me dry yeah. you off. Yeah. Yeah, Shirt comes cute. off. But I, I really think JJ and Haley really do love each other um, or or have a strong like for each other. Exactly. I thought things were going to change when it was revealed that Haley was um, Melinda's daughter. Yeah, Melinda's daughter. Melinda's daughter. Change how? Change like, oh, she's actually a citizen, so like, That's what I thought. Say. I thought that's how they were going to steer it, but yeah. now, then Melinda was nowhere to be found this week, so. And I Move. do love the parallel uh-huh. between Haley and JJ on the run as Jack and Jen were on the run years ago. Mm-hmm. And it was so a completely, that was very cool. <laughs> it was a completely different Jack and Jennifer, though. Very different. That was like Ken Doll Jack. Yeah, yeah. Right? When, oh my yeah. God, so delicious. Steve Wilder, I think was his name. Oh. Yeah. When they were on the run for the circus, I completely forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was a hilarious story. Yeah. <laughs> Haley was like, what? What? <laughs> and, what? and my sister was a clown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Little Abigail. Hilarious. Um, all right. Uh, and then. So um, their plan is to go to Canada. Their plan was to, to go to Canada. Yeah. But now they're hiding he's he's going to become a Mountie or something. Yeah. And they were going to eat. Oh, poutine. yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, He's just like, if we can get to the border, we'll we'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And then there was the continuing storyline of Sierra trying to get Rafe to let Ben have and some time called, with his nephew. Yes. Lonnie and Lonnie lies. got caught in yes. the lie, which fine, which was great. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I'm kind of glad that Rafe's like, no, no, like, calm down, Lonnie. Like, yeah. like don't start lying to me. Like, yeah. That's not. It's at like the, you, at the end of the day, I'm the one that makes decisions, not yeah. you. So that was great. But I, and of course, everyone's going to be like, mm, he was very on Gilmer. <laughs> but Sierra, Sierra made some great points that, like, you know, Ben is the only family that, you know, this kid has. Yeah. Well, and she's, she's being reasonable. It's like, you can be, someone can be there, be, can there. be supervised. Yeah, it's, it's like, not, it's that, not like being yeah. reasonable. That here. I thought was really fair. Yes. The and it's not like Ben wants to, like, take the kid and, like, anything, you yeah. know, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, speaking of Ben. And Sierra. Can we just talk about that bed? We had that discussion earlier. I've Yo, never I didn't noticed, notice anything about that. I didn't notice how small it was until this week. Well, okay. I think it's gotten smaller. No, no. <laughs> I remember when, when Sierra was in it. I'm like, oh, okay. It's, it's like a twin-ish. It's, it's somewhere between a twin and a queen. They must really love each other. But when they... <laughs> but, like, I think this was on Monday when they did that opening shot of them both in the bed. And I was like, literally, y'all cannot... He was like, you tossed and turned on all night. I'm like, yeah, because she's in this little small bed yeah, exactly. with your big overgrown <laughs> self. And like, there's no room there's to no do room anything. To do nothing. But then again, 
why not Except be that close to being? Spoon. Um, I first Claire is going off the deep end. Oh, she's yeah. She's been off the deep end. Every week she goes a little further off the rails. And and she is getting crazier and crazier. And like when she finished talking to Trip about like, you know, moving back in and, and all this kind of stuff. And Trip was like, I'm just gonna find my own apartment. She mm-hmm. went cuckoo yep. and was about to pull a do you have you guys seen Waiting to Exhale? Bernadine. Yeah. She, pulled she was about to pull yeah. a Bernadine yeah. and be like I've been your secretary for <laughs> you gonna leave me for this woman? First of all, I didn't know that she got like nail stuff. Yeah, was that what well, it was? I think, nail it was I think so. Yeah, or, acetone. Or and she like was that. just like and like yeah. and and then I was like, you do realize you inside the house, right, girl? Right. Like you up, like you up. She she's crazy. She's yeah. in the moment, and she's all not she thinking can, rationally. All she can think I mean, she of just is says clothes on fire. She's exactly. not thinking rationally. But this is coming off of her meeting too, you know, with Eve. Yes. Back up, and mm-hmm. you know that blaming Eve mm-hmm. for everything, and Eve looking at her like, really? You think I'm scared of you? There, that was a really there, there funny was a moment. moment I felt for Claire because, uh, like, she thought that Eve was going to be there for her, but now that Eve got. It seems like now that Eve has what she wants, it's just like, okay, well, bye, Claire. No, Eve was there for her. If Claire hadn't admitted to everything when Tripp was in her face, she okay. could have not admitted to anything, and she'd be fine. Okay. But she broke down and admitted to It still to feels it. like a little bit like Eve's abandoning her now. Like, like she, had her, she had her use for Claire now. But there was no way for Claire's hands to be... Clean in this situation. It was unrealistic. Yeah, it was very unrealistic. There was no way for her, for her to, for her hands not to be tied into this somehow. Yeah, but she's just going cuckoo for cocoa puffs. And then Ben came in, and she like got rid of everything. And Ben asked, "There's something about them asking her for this lighter that makes it seem like to me like they know and they're trying to break Frame her. her." Yeah, they're trying you know to what get I mean? her. Yeah, because because Ben was like, "Where's the lighter? Oh, I got rid of it. Oh man." I wish you would have let me see it so that I could yeah. clear my name. And I was just like... I didn't get that either. I was confused. I'm like, that... Okay. No, that's that moment where I went... Ben's on to you, Claire. <laughs> Ben's on to you. Ben might have been preoccupied with a whole bunch of other stuff, but when it comes <laughs> to clearing his name... Yeah. He's on to it. And when he told Sierra later that he saw Claire at the apartment and... Uh, it was like something, something off. Yeah. Like, oh, there's something... Yeah. So yeah, he's as I do think Tony would say connecting the dots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they're suspicious. I don't think they figured it out totally yet, but yeah. they think something's there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that was our top storylines, and uh, before we move forward with some tidbits, we got a little bit of business. Yeah. As usual, we just want to thank everybody for making After Buzz TV the ESPN of TV talk. We've got a bunch of other recap shows that you guys should absolutely check out and start watching. We love what we do here. We appreciate all of the support. If you're watching us on YouTube right now, please give us some love and some feedback. We always enjoy it. And if you are listening to us on iTunes, as podcast listeners, a five-star review is always appreciated. Communicate with us. Engage with us. We love it. Again, we just love what we do here. We can't do it without your support. So thank you. Thank you. That announcement (laughs) has been brought to you by the kind folks here at AfterBuzz TV. All right. So let's go into some... Tidbits, tidbits, it's time for tidbits. <laughs> Chloe, <laughs> Chloe, <laughs> Stefan, Gabby, Kate. Um, first of all, Gabby and this plan 
Are we are we for it or no? So well, I'm. I was happy that Gabby and Kate are in cahoots mm-hmm. again. Oh my god, because I love that's that. Always a lovely pairing. Yes, yeah. yes. Because she is mini Kate. Absolutely. In training, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Well, she's been in training since they, training since they killed time. Nick Fallon exactly. and hit the body. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So I love that. I'm for it. And she's like, don't, don't make I'm me for, regret I'm, this. Yeah. I'm for the plan, but I think Gabby actually digs Stefan, and she's doing this more for, not, she's she's saying that she's doing it for revenge, but she really digs him and, you know. I think so, too. Yeah. I, and I, I still. She'll come to that realization eventually. I still just like that they can't resist each other. Right. Because Stefan came in that room and she was in, slipped into something more comfortable. <laughs> and he was just like, <laughs> and I was like, good lord, God. like, it's yeah. just all systems go with yeah. one little look. So there's, <laughs> there's something, but it's almost like he's telling himself that Chloe's like better for him. But in, in actuality, I think he really wants Gabby. Yep. Me too. <laughs> I wanted, I wanted Chloe's reaction to be, a bit more when she walked Angry, in. Angry, you mean? Or, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. I don't know. With those big old blue eyes, I thought her reaction was perfect. Like, like I wanted her to be like, I wanted her to make me feel like she was saying WTF, but she was just like, what is going on? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I wanted that. But she was also just kind of over. She was just like, whatever, I'm not dealing with this. Like, I Yeah, just, that's the feeling I got from her. She was like, yeah. you know what, this is too much. You can have them. Like, yeah. you know, whatever. I don't have time. Like, you said you wanted to do it. I was trying to give you a try. I yeah. was really on the fence about it anyway because I'm really not sure how I feel about you. But just to keep in mind, I was almost being killed by the Mexican cartel. Exactly. I don't know what my life is right <laughs> now, but I definitely don't need this. Yeah. Bye-bye. And that basically sums and, uh, all that they up. they gave Gabby a couple good lines that time yeah. um, when they were in bed and he was talking about oh Chloe has a big heart and she said something like is that, is that what, what you're they're calling is that what you're calling them <laughs> and then when after Chloe found them and they were running out of the room Gabby snuck back and was like oh excuse me I was laughing I laughed out, out loud, loud. It was so good that such a great moment was hilarious um and that's pretty much that mm-hmm. oh ouch um then we have <laughs> Will Sonny John Marlena Tumor yeah <laughs> Rex and Sarah and the diary. Yeah, I I love the fact, and I'm looking forward to how they're going to create this story of John taking on the responsibility of finding the diary. He yes. said to Marlena, "You know what? You have to be married to somebody who can figure this out." So yes. I have a question. I want to see that story. We have, did well, we, we have know that Rex was Ral- Rolf's like protege? I didn't know that. Didn't or either. was that the first time we've heard of it? Because they just mentioned it <clears throat> casually. Yeah, because like, Marlena was like. Was like uh, Rex, you worked for Ralph. You had yeah. had that known something. He's like, sometimes I didn't know anything. I was just researching stuff just and not knowing what it's for. Work, yeah. But he's like, well, now that I know what I'm looking for, let me look back in my notes. And I'm like, huh? I don't know okay. if we ever knew that or if they just threw that in. As a, I don't a remember ever hearing it. So well, I, thought, I thought maybe I missed it the first time, or or no. But I you can, guys are saying you don't think. So. I can for sure say that I had not heard of it. But also, just um, these mood swings that Will's having. Mm-hmm. Especially at the table. That was scary. Yeah. That was scary. And then when he snapped out of it, he was like, oh he my didn't God. Even remember. He was like, I'm so sorry. But I felt like Marlena and John were just sitting there like, mm-hmm, just let him have his moment. Yeah. He'll be back in a second. It'll be all right. It's, a, it's, a, it's okay, baby. It's all right. Just come on back to mom. But it's I like, all right. I like seeing that side of Will. It's yeah. fun. Yeah. Um, how do we feel? Because I, I feel like there's mixed emotions about the tumor storyline. Are we liking it, loving it, looking forward to see how it goes? I want I want more extremes from Will. 
What do you I mean? want more drastic things to happen. Like right. if he's going to have this tumor and he's mm-hmm. going to have these side effects, then give me some extremes. And do we think that this is possibly going to happen to anyone that took the serum, or do we think it's because Will took that extra dose I against it, everybody's? I think um, it's the extra dose because he wait yeah. no because he's the only person that's taking it as of right now. Correct. Oh, but true. at the same time okay. that. You know, if it's not the extra dose, if it's just the serum, then that's something for us to keep in mind. Because Jack people... hasn't taken the dose. I was right. thinking. No, Jack but hasn't taken right. anything yet. I think it's the amount that he took, not necessarily I think so too. the serum. Well, because even back then, they they said, it, you know, Kayla was like, no, I'm not going to give you another mm-hmm. dose. We don't know the side effects. And right. then he, he just did it anyway. So, so I think I was getting, okay, so there's the serum that brings the people back to life. That's the needle. We'll call That's it the, the needle. The needle. But then there's the serum that helps with the for memory. the memory. Yeah. And I think a lot of people were getting the two. I think thinking they were the same thing. No, but you're right. They're not. No, okay. they're they're two different things. Yep. Will Will remember <laughs> found the 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 antidote mm-hmm. for it in Ralph's in diary. Ralph's diary. In okay, diary. and Got gave it, it to yep, Kayla. Right. Kayla had the lab come up with the serum, gave it to him, and I think he only waited like a day, and yeah. it was like nothing happened. Well, give me another dose. It's like maybe you should wait a week. Let it get into your system. Let it let it like you know mix all in with the white and red blood cells and you know and arteries and you know and the neurons and the proton. We don't have neurons. Neurons and protons. Um, You know all that all that scientific stuff in there. I bought it. I was like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like let it you know let it meet. Let them have a meeting all throughout the body. You know, in the brain before you know trying to take another dose. And now here we are with a tumor and um, attitudes. Yeah. Tumor and attitudes. I'm just saying. All right. Well, we'll, we'll see. see what I, I mean, I'm curious to see where it's going to go. I hope. Yeah. Um, I, I imagine it going like it's going to get worse, and then they're either going to find a cure, or they haven't mentioned, or it's, they can't operate on it, right? Correct. They can't they, just like they have no because of where it's located, right? But uh, they've okayed another round of chemo to hopefully shrink it. Shrink it. Yeah. I don't want. Him I to think he'll be fine. That. Yeah. I. Uh, yeah. High hopes. I just want more fun with the storyline. Well, listen, you know? let me tell you who's praying harder than anybody that I know is Dwight Simmons. He's praying real hard. Uh, one of our oh. Edition Days fans. Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Every day he has hashtag pray for Will. Yes. So I, I almost feel like I need to light a candle. That's right. Um, then we have Eli, Lonnie, and Ray. Which you kind of already touched yeah. on. Yeah. Um, Eli doesn't like that Lonnie's staying at Rafe's, right? Well, that's I don't been, that's been no. right? Well, because uh, when they were on the phone, it was yeah. like, while you're at so while while you were where exactly at Rafe's, and it's like, girl, you ain't gone, you ain't been home in how no how long? And since- she she answers his calls, hi, what's up? <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> like that's nice, not like hey babe or you know. It's well, like, that's hey, how I answer you, the. No, I'm kidding. What do you want? That's how I answer the phone. Yeah, I don't know. I think. Uh, <laughs> what do you want? I. <laughs> I was all on board for her, you know, showing love to the baby or whatever. But mm-hmm. at this point, I'm just kind of like, all right, you need to kind of detach yourself at some point. You need to be the number one person on the list of babysitters and not a live-in nanny. And, hmm. you know, especially with Eve as commissioner now, like, they, she needs to be back at work. Mm-hmm. Because they're going to need all the good cops all there. All hands on all deck. All hands on deck. She don't know what she's doing. Nope. Mm. And then happy anniversary, Doug and Julie, <laughs> which for That's two seconds sweet. I was just kind of like. Was well, it a real life anniversary? I believe so. Is that why they did that? I don't see. I don't think they would have done it if it wasn't. That. Yeah. yeah. So it's like I don't see why they would have if it, if it wasn't. 25 but year anniversary. It was a little odd that they did it right before the funeral, funeral for the, the That's kid. what I. That's what I thought too. I was like. Mm, there's too much going on this week. Can we 
movies. Like, it was you know, short though. They kept it, was. it short. But it was just between and the two. And it was between them, and it was private and everything like that. So. All right. Yay, Doug and Julie. Happy Congratulations. anniversary. Congratulations. All right, and that has been your week of days, and it's now time for our favorite part of the show, which are our segments, and we're going to start with mine, which is Tony's official Three Snaps Award. Oh, snap! All right, now listen. <laughs> I had to give my Three Snaps Award to the amazing Gabby Hernandez, and she gets a snap for all three reasons. One, the first snap goes for the fact of she looked absolutely amazing in her come get this Stefan lingerie that she wore. <laughs> I'm also given a snap for her um, and Kate getting back together. I'm also given a snap for that, ooh, I'm sorry, excuse me, Stefan and Chloe, let me grab my <laughs> Brazil from here because I left it when I first walked out. Gabby Hernandez, you are turning the party, and that's why you get Tony's official Three Snaps Award. Oh, snap! All right, and now it's time for... So this was actually a tough week. There were some really strong contenders, but at the end of the day, both of the the dresses that I chose were worn by Ari Zucker, and um, instead of the red, I went with the <laughs> I went with the funeral dress. The funeral <laughs> Ernie dress. actually said, um, "I'm not sure if this is appropriate." <laughs> For a funeral, I'm like I don't know. I might have worn it's better this. Better than the red dress. Um, so this is actually a Ted, a black Ted Baker knit bodycon dress. This is the description. Provides a sultry silhouette, complemented by long sleeves with bow details and cutout sleeves with a crew neck. Looks like a mini on Ari, um, but then again, she's what almost six feet tall. She so, is. Yeah, so I think the length might actually be a little bit longer on us short gals. So thank you, Nicole, Miss Ari Zucker, for getting this week's... And before we go on to our last segment, uh, Ryan, you can go ahead and bring them in. <laughs> and now it's time for... And he's... Oh. <laughs> I was like, he can't do the sound effects if he's not in there. Caption that. Okay, so uh, this week's photo is of also of Nicole slash Ari Zucker. And there it is. Dress was so uh, amazing. And Ari making a grumpy cat face to Xander. Is that what you're calling it, the grumpy cat face? Oh, my God. Well, yes, you'll see why in a minute. That's hysterical. Um, <laughs> and this week's caption goes to Mike Bowman on Facebook Mike. with his caption, my grumpy cat memorial face. <laughs> because if you haven't heard, the infamous grumpy cat has passed away. Passed away. Yeah. So, and I saw that and I was like, that is a grumpy cat face. Oh, to a grumpy exactly. cat. So congratulations, Mike Bowman, for your caption. Yay! Caption <laughs> Yay! Perfect. Um, yeah, so a lot of stuff... Happened. It was a really good week. Yeah, it was a good week. And basically, we're just stalling because um, <laughs> our guests are finally here. And I know that you guys are very anxious, but we're going to allow them to set up, get cozy, get acquainted before yes. we dive right into them. Yes. How long do you think it's going to take before Victor figures it out with Maggie? Because he was all over Brady and Maggie when they mm-hmm. walked out of the living room. I mean, I feel like it's not going like to be long. 
Yeah, I don't think they don't usually drag stuff out like that. Yeah. Now, Victor, look, Victor has been through way too much not to, to know not pick up on like things. what's happening. Yeah. yeah, so I feel like already when like Brady was walking her up to the room, he was already kind of like, hmm, what Suspicious. is this? Yes, what is happening? Yeah, what is going on? Something right. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's already picked up on everything else, yeah. So it's not going to take long for okay, him to good. figure out that there's something, so. you know. Because I want him Maggie. to feel really, really bad. I know. I want him to feel so guilty. I want Victor to feel really bad. Yeah. I agree. Okay. Yeah. I agree too. Yes. <laughs> I agree. He should feel bad too. But you know, it's also Victor. He's going to do what he wants I to do. I know. He can't help that. Can't help it. Oh, well. <laughs> All right. Well, now it's time. You guys have been guys. waiting for our guest today. We we told them earlier, we, we tricked them because we were like, oh, we're going to do our recap first. Then we'll have our guests come in. And now we finally have Freddie and Alyssa joining us. Yay! Hi, y'all. Hey, welcome, guys. How are you? Hi. Welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> Thank you for having us. We're like, of course. we completely have been like going around your entire studio, hitting the tour, pitching our own tour, really. Oh yeah, yeah, we kind of like we hate ourselves right at home. Because <laughs> <laughs> there was a moment where like we were sitting here and I was like, all right, we're starting segments. I don't know the door's going to open any second, and, and I was like, they still not here. Where I was, are like, they? I was like, what's happening? What's <laughs> going on? But now it's a self-guided time. tour. <laughs> yeah. How have you guys been? Excellent. Yeah. How about you guys? We've been great. Listen, just doing what we normally do, and that's recapping days of our lives. Yes. <laughs> that's 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 what we do. But you guys have been super busy. Super busy. Um, first, let's talk about the book, um, which has been out for for quite a bit now. About five months. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the pivot principle. Um, for, tell us first of all what started the inspiration for this book because I know that you guys want to send out positivity to everyone, which thank you, we need it in Please. this day and time. Yes. Um, but what really kicked off, you know, the the notion of like, we're going to write this and send this out? I think initially um, we talked about it because we, we were, we've been like in entrepreneurship for like the past six years mm-hmm. and it wasn't something we ever intended on really doing. It's like yeah. we both came out here to be an actor, to be in the entertainment business, direct and write. And once we started getting into to like online sales and marketing, and we're like, this is really awesome. Mm-hmm. And what, what comes with building businesses is learning how to communicate better, how to have better people skills. And when you put yourself out there, you start learning a lot of lessons uh, in business and in life that you can apply to different areas of your life. Yeah. And so we ended up getting into like coaching for years, and yeah. we started gaining a lot of knowledge. And then we also had our own experiences in our life. We had some tragedies that went on, Mm -hmm. and we started accumulating all of these lessons, Mm -hmm. and we started sharing them with people. And after we started having a positive feedback, we're like, we probably have enough stories and lessons to put this into a book. Mm -hmm. So we just wrote down a bunch of different stuff, and it kind of started off as just like, let's just see what we can do. And then over like a six-month to a year period, it turned into a book. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, we're like, we've got something <laughs> Kinda here. Kind of got to do this. Yeah, yeah. We decided to self-publish just as like a little side hustle and mm-hmm. put it out to the world, to friends, family, and uh, some of the, some of our following. And it just took off. And yeah. we were like pleasantly surprised. You always want it to do well. Right. But then when it just was selling like crazy and then the positive feedback that people took the lessons we shared in the book mm-hmm. and the applied best. them to their life. And they wrote us like... Not like, hey, that was great, but like a true <laughs> personal, like, personal story, and it yeah. meant the world to us that our stories and lessons in life um, 
were able to impact people. Give, and it's just yeah. the beginning. Give us one of the lessons that resonated with people. Well, it's kind of crazy because we obviously spoke about um, our own tragedies that we went through Mm -hmm. um, from money being stolen to being in the crazy car accident that we were. And it's one of those things that if you go through a really horrible um, tragedy, you want to be able to come out the other end of it, but share with other people the lessons you learned about mindset, about getting through something so awful because, hey, we all go through our stuff, right? Mm -hmm. No one's life is perfect, rainbow and sunshine. (laughs) And being able to share what we learned with other people so that they could take those lessons. Um, and we had a lot of people come to us about their health. Uh, we yeah. spoke a lot about health and diet and, you know, what we've gone through, especially him being on television. You know, you've got to look a certain way and yeah. you can't always just be perfect with diet. So just sharing those types of lessons and especially through Instagram, it's a great, great tool. We've connected mm-hmm. with so many wonderful people and it's been really cool just to see what everyone's had to say, what they've learned, what they've yeah. taken from it. And it's, it's been and really to have, rewarding. And to have the different chapters too, it's like people can relate to different things in their life. Yeah. Like with us going through the accident and um, my business manager stealing money and not paying my taxes for years Mm-mm. and like that wow. terrible story. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, it's a really good read in the sense that we're the victims of it. Um, but what's fortunate about what happened is that we learned how to not play the victim. Mm-hmm. And that is the lesson. That's like chapter four is like pivot from playing the victim because mm-hmm. a, tragedies are going to happen. You're going to unfortunately lose a parent. You're going to get fired. You could get money stolen. There's always going to be tragedies that happen. Mm-hmm. And we can't act like we're the only one who's ever had tragedy. Yeah. Yes. You can't play the victim. You have to learn to to learn from that lesson and then move on and become stronger rather than woe is me and life sucks. So it's a sense of accountability. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That that boils down to? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we just as people always do that. We always think we have it worse than someone else. Sure. And it's tough to like get past that to say, all right, yes, this is horrible, but like, how can I move forward with this? How can I take this lesson and just continue to propel forward in whatever it is that I'm pursuing and not allow this mm-hmm. situation to hold me back? Exactly. Um, so I, I think that's definitely an important lesson, especially in LA, because sure. yeah. oh, yeah. everybody's <laughs> dealing with stuff. City yeah. of broken dreams. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's got- that whole quote don't just go through it, grow through it. Yes, you know? yes. Okay. That's a good like quote that. because I try to go through it by eating a large pizza and chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, yeah, it, it helps for a moment, and then you realize, oh, okay, I'm I'm growing in another way. Okay. I, I, I don't want to grow totally, too much. Totally. That's actually a perfect segue because you speak a lot again, going back to the health and fitness. Mm-hmm. But talk about the balance. You know, striking that balance because you've talked about you know walking and what that does mm-hmm. ha- has done for the both of you mentally, not mm-hmm. just physically. So speak a little bit about the mentality of it. Absolutely. Well, you know, Freddie and I, we have tried so many different things out there. We really have. And I think you got to try to know what works All for you, what yeah. doesn't. And I feel like we, we've been on those journeys <laughs> with you guys through you guys your Insta know. stories and stuff. And they all work. Yeah. yeah. It's just yeah. Consistency. sustaining Consistency. it yeah. and, mm-hmm. and actually making it a lifestyle, which is like so over talked about, but it mm-hmm. is the truth. Like yeah. Atkins, keto, paleo, it will all work because mm-hmm. you're disciplined sticking to something. Yes. But if you don't actually train your mind to go, you know, unless you're getting ready for like a wedding or a photo right. shoot, then sure, you can crash diet the last three weeks. 
but to live a healthy life, it has you have to find something to keep your body moving that yeah. you enjoy, whether it's basketball or walking or parking far at the grocery store, taking the stairs, not the elevator. Um, sounds funny, but these all add up over a year period. You start mm-hmm. doing the calorie count, and I'm like, wow, if I just would have done 10,000 steps a day for an entire year, that's 52 pounds. Wow. Mm. I need to Crazy. do that. 10,000 <laughs> steps yeah. every day for a whole year equals 52 pounds of calories burned. Mm-hmm. Um, That's also taking into consideration what you're taking in calorically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Right? Absolutely. So I like there's got to be that. I do like that you guys, you guys treat yourself, though. Like, it's not all like you guys seem very disciplined but you guys also reward yourself mm-hmm. i noticed that and you'll you'll post like at the end of the day like oh i have like 600 calories left that i and you know you you can still indulge a little bit yeah it's all about you know kind of i i take it as like you guys practicing moderation absolutely yeah. and you guys like you said it doesn't have to be like a crash diet yeah it does. i mean we have uh i just feel like we we've always talked about that of like you know, will we ever be like these like fitness ripped like veiny people? Like, I think it'd be cool, and we'll share that journey if it ever happens. But, um, but we just feel like we're in that niche of like how eighty five percent of the world is, where we all just are like, we want to live our lives, we want to have some beer, we want to have mm-hmm. some pizza, we but you also food. can't just give oh up God. and just right. do exactly. that. You have to pull back and give yourself a couple weeks where we're like right now we're eating extremely healthy because I'm on hiatus and Mm -hmm. um, I was like well I have no excuse like we have the time let's cook let's do it but then maybe next week when we're busy working we might eat a little bad so we just kind of like like you said said, all moderation everything in Mm -hmm. life is moderation and if you just are healthy 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 at least for us I know I'll go the opposite way Mm -hmm. and then just be really naughty and bad and no one wants that (laughs) (laughs) now you guys are are uh, have an event coming up in September, uh, which is the Pivot Principle First Annual Summit mm-hmm. that's going to be here in L.A. It's going to be a huge event with a lot of different events. You guys are going to do keynote um, speeches and things like that. Uh, talk to us more about um, the deciding factor to do this event and um, what people can expect uh, when they attend the event. Absolutely. Initially, we were going to do a mini book tour just across the U.S. because we want to meet everyone that we possibly could. Mm -hmm. And then once we got schedules of, you know, obviously him, myself, everything we were doing, we're like, you know what? Maybe we should just do one big blowout event in L.A., invite everyone, do a live podcast, have a special panel, and really just help people right here in L.A., you know, and have people come together. So we're like, let's do that. And it's really been working out. And so excited yeah we really can't wait it looks like a ton of fun and i was mm-hmm. looking at like at the schedule first of all i feel like you guys are going to be exhausted no, <laughs> the end of it. but but it looks like it's going to be a, a really great event that people should come out and especially for those fans who have you know sent you guys letters saying how impactful the book has been it, it's i feel like the event can be even more impactful because even though you're at home and, and you're in your own thoughts and reading the book it's different than to be right in front of you and hearing the words and being able to take that in as well yeah. so and, and we want and we wanted to have to the platform to be able to um expand on some of these ideas in the book and and new things i feel like as you continue to put yourself out there you learn new lessons every day yeah um so but we just want to be able to bring that energy and we're kind of you know, a lot of people have known us for different reasons. Obviously, my, myself with Days of Our Lives as this as an actor, mm-hmm. like Freddie's this actor. Yeah. And for us, we've like I said, we've been 
building businesses for almost six years, mm-hmm. but it's all been behind the scenes. So us with this book and coaching and this positive, you know, positive living and a lot of this knowledge that we want to be able to give people is kind of new. Yeah. And we felt like having an actual stage yeah. and our book to kind of qualify and open up this new chapter in our life to say, here's our true stories. We want to be vulnerable. We want to share facts. It's not like a hypey thing either. Like mm-hmm. we, we love, we motivate and inspire people, but we actually want to give tactical advice that people can use. And that's what we broke down in our book that we want to do in the event is like mm-hmm. the first four or five chapters is all about your mindset, mm-hmm. pivoting away from like fear of rejection. That's what holds us back so much. And mm-hmm. how I went through 500 auditions and got told no 485 times. I wasn't counting, but that's, that's <laughs> <right>. <laughs> uh, and how you can apply that to different aspects of your life. But then like in the middle of the book, it's actual like actions to take, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. sharing with people how we have A, B, and C activity in our lives. Mm-hmm. And C activity is so much of sitting around contemplating about, I'm going to lose weight. And C activity is telling people you're going to lose weight, mm-hmm. um, buying new workout clothes, scouting the gyms, looking at workouts. Mm-hmm. A activity is I'm going to lose weight. I'm having grilled chicken in two hours and I'm doing 25 push-ups. And that applies to everything in life, whether you want to start a podcast. Well, I'm just going to switch my spare room into a podcast studio. Well, let Mm -hmm. me go look at microphones. People spend 85% of their time on C activity and they Mm -hmm. feel like they're moving forward when in fact they're not. Mm -hmm. And all these different things we have done. And we just want to like bring it to the stage and like have an audience and be like, look, this can help you. This is what we've done. Here's some true stories, you know, from us. So yeah. I think it's just going to be a launching pad for us to um, do an event around the country, eventually around the world, maybe like one a year, mm-hmm. rather than us trying to do thirty little events <laughs> all at once. I think we would have it wouldn't have turned out well. So I'm yeah. glad we decided let's just do maybe one a year mm-hmm. that people can look forward to, and we can yeah. slowly grow it. And maybe in five to seven years, you know, have a big event yeah. where there's 5,000 people or something, exactly. and, you know, like, I don't know, like, that's kind of the... <laughs> and it's really cool, going. too, to see where so far everyone's coming from to come to L.A. You know, mm-hmm. we have all these different states, but then Malaysia, we have yeah, Zuhara, so, we're like, oh, Malaysia coming all the way here for the event, and so we've really, you know, because of social media, yeah. um, there is no borders. I mean, yeah. we have fans and friends and family in, 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 in all everywhere. these different countries and we have yeah. access to the world and yeah. so it's just really cool that we have this platform we have people's attention and you know we want to be selfless with it yeah. we, we want to be able to help other people out because the, the reason we're the people we are today is from a getting out there and living these experiences but because there are people out there who are teaching us online we've never mm-hmm. met about real estate about investing about positivity like it's all out there nowadays, and that's and I, we want to be that for other people as yeah. well. Yeah, um, I, I was as you were saying uh, the the steps of like uh, I want to do a podcast, and then you spend so much time like doing all the research and all that kind of stuff. Do you feel like sometimes it's fear of going to that next step, and actually like like you look at the room and you go, I'm going to do a podcast in this room, and then you go, now I'm going to do research, but then it's like the fear of actually buying the microphone and setting up the table because it gets real as the items oh, come yeah. in. And overwhelming. Yeah, yeah. It can seem it's, overwhelming. Yeah. It's safe to say with your friends at Memorial Day picnic that I'm going to do a podcast, I got these sick mics, and it feels good because you want to do it, mm-hmm. yeah. but the fear of what if no one watches right. this? What mm-hmm. if my friends think it's stupid? Like, 
But I, also, I can, too, you know. not just the fear of failing, the fear of what if you succeed and you're not ready for it? Yeah. You right. know, there are two different parts to that. So yeah. either way you look at it, doing something great is always going to be uh, scary and stressful because mm-hmm. you're putting yourself out there. But what's that saying? You can't. You can't. <laughs> Don't you read, <laughs> you read my mind? Come on. You can't do the same things you've always done and expect, expect a different, different result. That's right. Yeah, That's you That's <laughs> See, you read my mind. That's That's that moment up there. <laughs> Alyssa looked into Freddie's eyes like, you see that I need help. Help me. Help me, please. And Freddie's just like, come on, it's babe. Like, you got it. You, you got, got it. it. Yeah. You got it. Just come on. Just bring it on home. Yeah. <laughs> you know, one thing that I love, you know, especially in regards to the event that you're going to be having. Um, It's really about reaching out to people and lending, from your experiences, your support Mm -hmm. to others. I would love, and I know the two of you have been a huge support system for one another Mm -hmm. for a long time. So speak a little bit about the importance of having that kind of support behind you. Absolutely. So, you know, even in one of our chapters, it's all about inner circle, right? You know, who you surround yourself with is everything. Mm -hmm. And whether it's significant other, family members, friends, you get to choose essentially who is going to be in your circle. And if you don't have other people there believing in you, rooting you on, it's really, really difficult to keep that positive mentality. Because even when we were in the accident, there were days where I just was so not not there you know I didn't want to fight I didn't want to get better and he would come in every day smiling you know giving me allowing me to borrow that um, strength and, and just being the courage for me and everything possible and I could not have done that or gotten through that without him because he's such a solid rock for me. So mm-hmm. anything you go through in life, you're going to know if those people that are in your life are there for the right reasons or the wrong, you know, because tragedy will make people come together and it'll separate you real friggin' quick. So I'm so lucky that, you know, we did find each other and that he is the strength for me and I him. And I really just think everything in life, it's the hardest thing to do. Mm-hmm. Writing that chapter about your inner circle was the hardest thing because you're telling honest truths that are hard to say out loud. You yeah. know, you don't want to face truth. that. It's, it's an awkward thing. It's and it's the scary. third thing. Like it, it, this is easier said than done. But from when we looked at every chapter of our life, the same patterns were happening. That it's essentially the first thing is just getting over the fear of failing and rejecting, mm-hmm. or getting rejected. Mm-hmm. The number two is the fear of what others think of you. Is the second most powerful, hardest thing for people to get over, and the third and most hardest is your inner circle unless you're blessed that you have the best most positive cheering people in your circle but most people have a few friends or are in a bad relationship and to break up with people or spend less time seems so unnatural but once you get your head wrapped around that this is your life to live Mm -hmm. and we know that there's so many people out there that we can impact. We can't let someone that we might have known for four years and who did amazing things for us but isn't growing and is negative and pulling us down, we can't let that person affect the thousand people that right. we can positively impact. And yeah. that was the hardest thing. And we did get lucky that you and I just so happened to like the same thing. Because yeah. when we met, we were, like I said, just actors who were like hanging out in Hollywood and had mm-hmm. the same friends and just like partied and auditioned and worked and had fun. Yeah. And we just somehow like stumbled into personal development and building businesses. We grew together and, and we're we started really lucky like, with that. You know, and so we just respect each other and, and immensely as friends, as business partners, and as, uh, what's the word? Um, 
I was going to say, it's corny. But... <laughs> Look me in the eyes, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I was, I, I, I was going to say uh, uh, lovers, but that doesn't seem Love like us. the right word. Like all three things. It's like us in an intimate relationship, us as actual friends, and then us as business partners. Um, uh, it's just that that's where we did get lucky. Because I think a lot of people are held back by their, by their significant other. And True. that's... Uh, that's a whole other topic, and we're not really experts in giving advice in that, but it's something to at least be aware of. That, yeah. that that's sometimes you have to have that conversation. My, my friends and I have the, uh, those conversations all the time where you have people in your life that I call them rooting from afar. Mm-hmm. So, like, when you see them out, they're like, oh, I noticed that you're doing X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Good for you. But then you're kind of like, thank you, but do you fully support it? Because it's, I don't see you, like, talking about the X, Y, and Z things or reposting the X, Y, and Z things. So it's like, are you truly supporting me or are you just kind of waiting for my things to blow up and you go, oh, hey, yeah, I've been there all along. It's like, no, you haven't. Where you been? <laughs> you know? So yeah. it's, it's kind of like keeping an eye out for, for those. We talk about those kind of people like all the time and just making sure we keep those who are really are rooting for you and really want to see you succeed and are, are happy for what you're doing and what you're creating instead of like doing it from afar and waiting for the bigger thing to happen. You know, we always say, I know we always say we take note of the Mm -hmm. way people speak or what they do actions or don't do because Mm -hmm. we were just talking about this. Yeah. I'll let you take that one because I know. <laughs> oh no, it, it's just that it's just we we talk about all that all the time, and instead of spending your energy, we got to the point of instead of spending your energy going, I thought we were closer. Like that's kind of interesting. Yeah, it it has over the course of our career of many different things. There, you're it's it's amazing the amount of people who support you but who don't support you. Mm-hmm. And if you try to put meaning on it, it just it, I think it just boils down to that people are living their busy lives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everyone cares about what's going on in them. They love mm-hmm. you. They care about you as well. And I think it's just a little ego in us that we think just because we're doing something that everybody should be like, oh, my God. Like, you know, it's just it's people being polite. And in this world of social media, we've also got so many friends nowadays that it's like not the friends that you would have like traditionally. You can't go to dinner with a hundred friends. But I'm saying like I feel like I have more friends because of social because you're constantly liking and posting. So I get what you're saying that – but, yeah, you, you just can't expect your actual friends and family to support everything you're doing in an over-the-top way. It'll just yeah. drive you crazy. Just yeah. just be aware that they are supportive mm-hmm. when they did when they do come up to you at a party and say, hey, congrats on all that stuff. It's like, yeah. well, at least they said that. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They, they didn't have to say yeah. anything. So yeah. I think it's just deep down, all of our egos deep down mm-hmm. that we like. But then also, too, on our end, it's us being more aware of, oh, we saw our friends start a new business. Let's make sure, you know, we send a or call them say, hey, congrats, you know, because we've been on this end. Yeah. yeah, most people don't do that or put themselves out there, which yeah. is fine. sensitive to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So we just kind of understand. So be intentional with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's the? You talked earlier about um, get, receiving a lot of um, messages from from fans who have read the book and, and felt very in, impacted by the book. What, is there one that sticks out for each of you that you were just kind of taken back, like, oh my gosh, I, you know, I didn't realize how much of an impact it would make and especially on this particular person oh yeah I mean I've gotten a lot of messages uh, due to the car accident Mm -hmm. just basically saying you know I thought X, Y, and Z was so bad in my life or I didn't know how I was going to get through it excuse me Mm -hmm. and um, 
just hearing them say that and from reading our stories and what we went through, you know, because it was some pretty major stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yet again, though, we all have major stuff that happens in life, but yeah. it's just perspective and getting messages where they saw what we went through. It makes me so happy that we did write the book mm-hmm. because that did touch other people's hearts and gave them the strength to get through whatever they were going through, whatever it was. So definitely on that note, um, the messages, everyone's just been so won- wonderful. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. And, I, and I'll tell you the, the thing, too, that I, I found surprising because the I think we get more thank yous for what we're doing with people's health. And it's like it's so interesting that it's just like a part of our life. But so many people like do health and fitness for a living. And mm-hmm. like the that's like the littlest part yeah. of what our journey is. But yeah. yet it's the most impactful. Mm-hmm. And that like really has taught us something, too. Like that's why it's important to share every aspect of your life because yeah. – I mean, it's been, there has been a different, a person on each chapter that has said something like it's, like it's, it's great to share all parts of your life because you never know what that one thing people want to hear. Mm -hmm. And I always tell people too, if you've read the book once, read it like every year, every six months, because you might have not cared about a chapter because you weren't going through it. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden you go, wait a minute, I started something. Now I have two friends that are kind of jealous and weird about this. It meant nothing a year ago. Now yeah. that I'm reading this chapter again, you're like glued to every word mm-hmm. because yeah. it now really means something because you're going through it. So yeah. that's the great thing about we read and a lot of books. And even my grandma like, too. Yeah. Every time I talk to her, she goes, "I keep reading this because I know every chapter is going to give me something new every time Aww. I read it." And I'm just like, "My grandma, I love her so much." You know? <laughs> but she loves it. She's into it, oh, so good. it's really cool. See, that's that's good advice because I mean. I relate what you just said to watching old episodes of Sex in the City again. Like, <laughs> like every, yes. every, like even though I've I've seen the series like multiple times, like as I continue my journey, I'm like, oh, I can really relate to yeah. that now. Yes. Where back then it just went over my head, yeah. but now I'm like, oh, I kind of see why she did it that way and why this character is going yeah. through this. Like it, it just seems so much more relatable once I've gone through a certain yeah. part when of my life. When you're ready to hear something, you'll hear it. Yeah. yeah. When you're ready to, to hear that lesson yeah. or that experience, Absolutely. it'll resonate. Yeah. I mean, I'll always feel like I'm a Carrie, but that's another story. <laughs> do you know I was just in New York and I really wanted to do the tour? Did you? <laughs> the, the Sex and the City yes. tour? I was like, Mom, please. Okay. We have enough time. <laughs> so um, I'll let you in on a secret. Please. I totally did the tour with <laughs> yes. my mom. Yes. And everyone thought that my mom, which is, shout out to my mom. My, my mom always thinks that the things that we do together, that she's the person that's the fan. Like when I started going to the Days events, Everyone thought my mom was the fan of Days, but it was actually me. And I was bringing her along. So the same with the with the Amazing. Sex in the City tour. And I was living my life. We were we drank at uh, at the bar. I saw that. And like I looked at the whole thing online. I was like I was just in heaven. And my mom was like, I have no idea like what's going on, so but you're funny. enjoying it, so it's great. Oh, it's a ball. Next time you go to New York, do make sure it? you do it. Yeah. And I would say play dress up. Like okay. I kind of wish that I like dressed up a little bit. But there were some other ladies that totally did it. It was a group before them, but They're totally killing did it. it. Do you know? that at Carrie's apartment the people who own it now they have a big sign they're like please no photos yes. you, yeah. they have this huge chain yes yeah. and I I took a photo <laughs> in front of that chain but, but they also ask for donations too they're, they're like I if you're gonna do that. it like take a donation but I definitely sat up on that stoop like, and I'm pretended like it. I was Carrie <laughs> yeah it was it was the highlight of like my trip I was like I have to do this as you should oh. I'd love to go there <laughs> you, you, you have to you have, it's, it's like it's such a great experience to like feel like you're experiencing the show 
um, like in real life. Yeah. And they show like the clips and they ask questions. Oh, and then I was that guy on the bus that was getting the questions right. And I was like, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry, I love the show. Um, well, speaking of, uh, of shows, uh, you all also have a podcast, the Freddie and Alyssa mm-hmm. show. Um, and, and going in, into that world, again, you're still trying to figure everything out and, and get in your groove of things. Um, what what was a an episode or a show that made you guys feel like this is how the show should be? We were in it. It's this is the show that you like describe to people like if you wanted to know what the show is like, th- it's this one. Is there is there an episode or, or show that does that for you all? It it kind of I don't know the exact moment it happened, but I do I do know that what the the energy that we wanted to have is that people who are watching just feel like they're at dinner with us mm-hmm. and um and I think we kind of found that because we've switched it a few times yet again getting into a activity and just adjusting yeah. we started doing it just like on zoom and we didn't really know what we were doing then we rented out a studio in Gower Studios but having to drive <laughs> there in traffic and get guests there and it also was like money each yeah. time so yeah. you're yeah. investing and it's that whole thing then we switched to doing it to our apartment, and then we um, had our amazing videographer come, and uh, we, we, but then we had like professional cameras, but then it, that was also getting expensive. Mm-hmm. So then we just bought three iPad minis, put them on tripods, turned it on, and this way we were able to produce them all for free mm-hmm. and just pump them out. Yeah. And it allowed us to just not have the pressure of like, this has to succeed tomorrow because we're actually investing money right. into it. Mm-hmm. The whole thing became free, and so we just started having fun, and then we saw people were responding better to eating hot chicken wings, to celebrating my birthday, to drinking, like, wine and, like, just <laughs> hanging out, having coffee. And then yeah. with guests now, um, it's kind of just, like, shooting the the S, you know, like, yeah. just hanging out and kind of like how we are right now. Like, yeah. it doesn't feel yeah. like... Like here's like your next question. Here, yeah, it's yeah, just like right. oh, we could kind of talk and just whatever. And and I think the audience receives that. They yes. feel that we're having a good, easy, cool time. Mm-hmm. And so we try to emulate that. And once we move uh, in a few months, we were like admiring this place. We're gonna steal some of these ideas, <laughs> and um, we're gonna turn one of our second bedrooms into or a second bedroom into a studio. Yeah. and start having like a really heavy guest type. Show where we'll we should have y'all We'll be glad to. We'll be glad to come on and just talk. I love to talk. Well, this way we can <laughs> really? flip the script because it's kind of cool being on this end. Because yes. as a podcast host, you're the one asking the question, talking. Mm-hmm. Now yeah. we get to talk, and it's like so. I'd love to flip it back on all Ooh. of you Absolutely. and have you yeah. all over. Yeah. So yeah. maybe like October <laughs> or something when uh, we yes. get it going. Yeah, yeah, I'm down. I'm also. I also just got nervous all of a sudden. <laughs> Because I'm used to being on this end, like, yeah. hey, y'all, how y'all doing? Yeah. Let's talk about y'all. Yeah. What's going They're on? They're going to Google like that. you, Tony. Oh, put my you God. In the hot oh, we're going to put you in the hot seat. <laughs> it's that moment where you think, like, what's on Google? I know, exactly. Like, what are the things they are going to discover about home, me? He goes Google. Right. <laughs> start, start cleaning things up <laughs> before, totally, before totally. October. But I, but I think that's what people like about podcasts is that, you know, they can kind of dive into your world and, and get a sense about you. And it's almost feeling more connected mm-hmm. um, instead of connecting with you through a, a character on TV. You know what I mean? It, it's like, th- that's not really you. That's someone that you're playing. But now to see you sitting there eating, you know, hot wings with your fiancé and you guys talking about things that are personal to you, it makes you go, oh, it makes you human. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think that's what people like. Also, you two are very relatable. Yeah. I yeah. feel that that's Hi. an important aspect of yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, thank it, you. Like, there, there's some people that do what you do, but it doesn't come off like... 
naturally, it's I guess, authentic. but with you too. Yeah. Uh, authentic. That's, yeah. that's the word I was looking for. But with you guys, I feel like, you know, even though you are, you know, an actor, you're on a national TV show, it, it's still relatable. Like, mm-hmm. and I think that's one of the things that has made what you guys do so effective. Yeah. Well, thank you. I thank appreciate you. that. Welcome. Yeah. We just like to have fun and just show everything. Cause I think that's what taught us when we went through those terrible, like, from 2014 to 17 was just like a really bad run Um, but nothing really changed yeah like we were going through all this stuff but like we didn't lose friends people didn't treat you differently like and we just realized like we just got to just be honest share the wins share the losses share the struggles and share the journey and share the journey and it also makes it easy Mm-hmm. When you don't care, when you're not trying to get the perfect shot or say mm-hmm. the perfect thing, right. it, I just like just turn it on and just talk, and yeah. I don't care if it's boring or awesome. I just go let me let me just say what I feel, and people know yeah. that, like you said, that we're authentic in mm-hmm. the sense that even if I said something wrong one day, I I, I didn't mean it. Yeah. Like I'm not I, I'm just talking and yeah. sharing things. So, well, one of the the things that you all shared was the engagement that happened. I'm such a sucker. <laughs> engagements like there was one day I went, yes. I went through a, I went through a rabbit hole one day and YouTube will do this to you you click on mm-hmm. one and they just oh yeah and I literally was going through all of these like proposals and all this and I was in my bed just sobbing and I'm like oh my god I was so brave these are the things I do at night when I'm not <laughs> working on this show um, but the biggest question everyone has of course is when's the wedding I've been pressuring her. She just keeps putting it off. <laughs> no, listen. What happened? We got engaged, which, you know, was absolutely amazing. Yes. And we quickly were like, oh, my gosh, we have to plan this. So we're like, let's do Cinco de Mayo of Crazy Enough this year, 2019, mm-hmm. because that would have been our ninth. Uh, ninth year, yeah. That For we had- anyone who doesn't know, we had our very first kiss as friends on Cinco de Mayo Aww. in 2010. Um over a six pack of beer and uh, <laughs> and we had our first kiss and then that was kind of I like that. that was what didn't really start anything I chased her for a year and a half after that but we've always remembered Cinco <laughs> de Mayo so. Alyssa was like listen I just want to make sure yeah. that you want this so I'm going to keep seeing how long you're going to chase she might have forgot at some point in time like wait what was I doing with him oh that's right that's right yeah. chasing chasing alright got it got it we're still we're still on track <laughs> yeah so we um, we had planned it for this past year and and right when we started planning it, we're like, my gosh, this is so much. Yeah, yeah it's, you, know? you don't realize until you're in it how no. overwhelming it is. Yeah. And so we were trying to write the book, and we had all these other projects we were doing. We're like, let's just, like, chill. I don't want to stress planning a wedding. You know, yeah. we want to have fun and enjoy it. And we were maybe thinking, I don't know, maybe next single day mile. Which would be, be 10 years, which oh, is kind perfect. of. 10 years from our first kiss to yeah. being married. So. That seems like, but we're going to spend a lot of time with our families this summer, and I think that's the other thing we kind of didn't do, yeah. of like, we should all just sit down as a family, too, and just kind of, like, talk about the details of it. Because mm-hmm. um, everyone's everywhere, you know? Yeah, my Fun. cousin made me laugh so hard, because I was like, <laughs> I was like, we're doing Mexico, May 5th, 2019, and then my aunt was like, oh my gosh, like, like we have to go to Mexico, like, I don't know, blah, 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 and she goes, listen... It's not going to be in Mexico, and it's not going to be on the the May fifth of two thousand nineteen, just because she knows her cousin so well. Like I'm always like, we're going to do this, and then after I open everything up, I go, yeah, no, we shouldn't do this right now. Like this is way more. So, uh, but I'm glad we changed our mind before people like it would have been more. 
And yeah, they were no, saying if we were like it's later, here we and like, like the invitation, yeah. like I'm just glad that we like were like let's do it. And then before we set or did anything, we kind of like pulled back. So, yeah. um, but I don't think it'll be it, it'll it won't be um, Mexico anymore. No. no, no. So I don't know what we're gonna do, but we'll figure it out this summer. And, and it's one of the biggest <laughs> questions people have asked, and uh, and and. and and we're also going to stream it live because we're crazy kids <laughs> like that. For, for some cool. reason... We'll have, we'll have a viewing party. Yes. Yeah. For some reason, that I'm not surprised about that. Like, <laughs> like when I, as soon as I asked the question of when's the wedding, I was like, oh my God, they should stream it. Yep. And then you said you were going to stream yep. it. We'll tune in. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, and I think it'd be really nice because with Facebook, too, we, mm-hmm. we were thinking instead of having like everybody have to fly everywhere like we could have a, like a small ceremony but it would be kind of sweet to, to also write out invitations to people and send them mm-hmm. in the mail with the Facebook link mm-hmm. so like it shows that like hey like we would have invited you if we were having a 300 person wedding yeah. but like at least Oof. make that extra yeah. effort to send the invitation yeah. and people can watch and we'll maybe have like 30 people or something but, yeah. um, and we share so much of our lives anyway you know mm-hmm. why not share and do a little watch moment. party yeah. that would be cool um, okay so I saw and this is for you guys too I'm talking to the camera people in the back that are producing their behind the scenes stuff they, there could be a whole like Freddie and Alyssa get married show where it's little clips leading up to the wedding, like the preparation and yes. like the dress and like just all these little the things before the, yeah. the live. And then it's like throughout that you're you're letting people know like the live broadcast is going to be on this day, yep. so it leads all up into that, like a mini reality show. Exactly. Yeah, yes. yeah. yeah, that yeah. would be amazing. Yeah, and be so much Love fun. It. I'm here for it. Yeah. Like I'm I'm down. Like I just come and MC. Yeah. Oh, I I totally do that. And that'll be my wedding gift to you guys. I'll That'd come and see it. Oh my yeah. gosh, I love it. Oh, and totally give like a play by look at that. I got a job out of it. <laughs> look at that. Done, done, done. Listen, I'm I'm still on track of being on Days of Our Lives. Trust me. <laughs> Terrence is coming to wreak havoc on Will and Sonny. Um, yeah. Okay. So speaking of, of course, we can't not have you here and not talk about days a little bit. I love it. Let's do it. <laughs> so, the show has taken an interesting turn as of right now with uh, Will having the tumor and like, you know, the the erratic behavior and things like that. Um, we were talking about it just a little while ago. We're still kind of in that, where are they going with mm-hmm. this kind of a, a state? What was it like for, for you to find out that the storyline was now going to take this turn because we it's like you just it's like Will and Sonny just got together like Paul's Mm -hmm. gone like we're great we can be together nobody's messing with us Leo is gone which by the way we loved Leo and Greg (laughs) Ricker coming in and like wrecking havoc we we were like he is the ultimate gay like (laughs) like the gay character we were like needs to come in with like the sass and like all the gay lines that we kept trying to tell you guys I was like Greg went in and was just like you want me to be gay? Got it. And then, like, <laughs> just totally did it. Um, but what was it like for, for you guys to finally reach the, that point uh, with the characters? And then, boom, it's like, oh, now he's going to have a tumor. Because like, we just wanted five minutes of happiness. Just five about minutes. Will and you know, Sonny, like... They have just had this string of, like, crap happen to them. Mm-hmm. And as soon as they have a moment to be happy, oh, Leo's back. Up, oh, brain tumor. Oh, yeah. what's next? Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. let him be happy for, like, a month. For a little and, bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I always different. say that to him when they're going through it. I'm like, why can't you guys just be happy for once? Come on, five minutes. But yeah. It's, yeah, that didn't even last an episode of happiness. No, no like, it didn't. Um, you know, 
I think everyone's looking forward to that month or happily ever after, and we definitely were as well. Um, so I, I have empathy for the audience because, yes, you want to watch this happy couple, um, but why you also tune in is that you love the drama <laughs> oh, yeah. and you love the, like, oh, my God kind of feeling. And, you know, for us, it's it's what creates that story. So anytime there is, because uh, even Wally Kurth, he always t- says, he goes, once you're once characters end up and get married, it's kind of the pause or mm-hmm. death of the couple because, mm-hmm. like, what are you going to show them, yeah. like, doing laundry and having tea? Like, um, right. So it's, <laughs> it's one way to do it. But. Yeah. Uh, Breakfast in bed where, like, you know, bed, it's always yeah. insinuated that, like, they made love. Like, they always, like, right. dip down and then, like, when it comes back, they're shirtless. Like, that, yeah. those are the parts we like. They yeah. always, like, <laughs> always, like, pan up to that beautiful painting on the wall that no one noticed until that scene. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, I think it's a really important storyline to share. Um, you know, Days always comes up with really great storylines. Yeah. Uh, you know, even though it's not fun, it is a good topic to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's just it's just I, – I, it's tough because I always want to share more, but, it, you know, we're so far ahead, so yeah. I can never do it. But yeah. I, I'm very – it's going to be a journey that I think people are going to really enjoy. Like from, from what's going to happen in a couple months to where we are today um, – <laughs> is just nuts. Like, I don't know if, if you've had anyone on here recently, but mm-hmm. they're doing, like, something insane. That's all we need to hear. In, like, uh, just wait. Just, yeah. okay. you, know, you know what I'm thinking, though? The day of, you know the day's event that they yeah. do in yeah. November? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like that's going to be the trailer. You know how they always give, like, a yeah. teaser oh, yeah. what's coming? Yeah. But yeah. it's something, like, no one's ever seen before. Oh, oh my okay. God. Let me tell you, that, that, that trailer always, like, puts me out uh-huh. like i sit there and i'm just like oh, no who's that oh no what oh my. and i have to go home and rewatch, re-watch it, it because oh, yeah. like when you first watch it it's like a lot to take in mm-hmm. and then you're like yeah okay now let me rewatch it again so oh oh so if it times up like that i was thinking this is going to be the day of days yep. trailer yeah. and uh and which will be here before we know it. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. we're going to blink um, and it'll be here but that's what we've been filming now so so even uh in june there's some great stuff coming. It's it's really good. I think people yeah. are really going to enjoy. Awesome. It. Like and and uh, will Wilson have a happy ending? I don't I don't know if I can share whether they can or they will or won't. So I'll leave it like that. But, okay. But it's uh, you know. It's good. Wilson forever. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Whew. I don't know. Well, I don't I know, know why I'm I just got like. I'm like so scared. That's but, excited. I'm excited. I'm not yeah. scared. I'm excited. I'm scared. Well, I love. Well, I love I'm always drama. excited. I, I because I I feel like the show. It makes me feel like how I felt when I first watched it back in the 90s mm-hmm. with, like, a lot of, like, what? What is going on? Like, and not in that way of, like, what are y'all doing? Like, who's writing? But it's like, oh, my God, like, that was so good. Yes. And I never thought they would go that way. Or, ooh, they're definitely pushing the envelope with this. So it's a lot of those moments now that, like, I, I really, really like. And, it, mm-hmm. and even with the tumor storyline, it's like, it makes sense because... You know, Will was trying to be all fast and like, oh, the first, you know, shot didn't work. Let's do it again. It's like, let's wait 24 hours. Like, let you know, let it seep into your body. Like, let it connect with some things, you know, before you try to shoot it up. And now it's like this is happening. So it it makes sense for it for him not to have some sort of effect. Um, So now it's it's great to hear that there's this journey that we're going to look to. And it's going to be real interesting, and things are about to happen. I don't know why I'm starting to sweat. But it's <laughs> no, be, I'm telling you, 
It's going to be all good. Whew. Okay. <laughs> We're good on that. I'm going to fo- I'm going to focus on you when the trailer comes out. I'm going to try to yes. have I'm going to try to watch <laughs> yes. you in the trailer at the same time. We we'll record we'll record it. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, oh, it. oh, oh, uh, reaction video to live, the trailer. We'll live stream it. Yeah. Yes. 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 I like it. Well, um since you guys are always uh very uh open and honest uh with what's happening with you and putting yourselves out there, you know we here like to play little games. <laughs> So we were going to play one. If you look down by you, there are dry erase boards, and hopefully there's still uh, markers and things like yes. that. There are. So we are going to play a little game of how how well do you know each other? Uh-oh. So we are going to, we each are going to ask <laughs> like a <nervous>. question. <laughs> She's sweating. <laughs> 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 It'll be that, that camera there. Um, so uh, Freddie will ask you a question uh, about Alyssa. You will write down what you think she's going to say. Alyssa, you write down the correct answer, and we're going to see how well you know each other. All, All right. right. Let's do it. Here we go. <laughs> okay, so first question, Freddie. What is Alyssa's favorite comfort food? You gotta like it. Okay. okay. All right. You, well, you guys had. Wait, no, So, Freddie, show us your answer. He said pizza. Mm. Oh, Alyssa. I said pizza. So I'm, I'm assuming there have been a lot of pizza runs or like, hey, so babe, many. while you're out, can you <laughs> grab a pizza? It's my weakness. Weakness. Oh. It, I'm not going to lie. At uh, 11 o'clock this morning, I was at Little Caesars getting the Caesars. best moist. Best, best don't say moist. Oh, it's not moist. I realize no, it's that. Not. It's best, best mostest pizza. Extra most bestest. Whatever. It it's only $6 and it's amazing. She... Now you're making me want pizza. Uh, <laughs> but she has this this superpower that she'll be full after a slice. Oh, And then no. she's like, oh, I got this medium pizza. And I'm like, well, there's only one slice missing, and then I guess I'll have the rest. <laughs> if I'm doing a cheat meal, it's got to be like a, like a, like a burger, yeah. and then once it's gone, it's over. A yeah. pizza is the worst because yeah. there's just way too much of uh-huh. it, and she has like one slice. So I'm very well, aware that that's your Well, I tell him I save food. it for later, you know? You can't. I save it for later. I might as well just finish it. Get the job done, you know? I like cold pizza, too. It's really good. Me oh. too. Me too. Mm-hmm. Tammy, you got a question yeah, for Alyssa for Freddie? So, Alyssa, yeah. what is Freddie's favorite genre of TV and film? Oh. Okay. Uh-oh. I'm thinking TV. When you said TV. Okay. 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 That's a little hint for you, Freddie. <laughs> um... Brady, there's no pressure here. It's your answer. You can just, I know. You can just write it down. <laughs> well, I'm going to do TV and film here. <laughs> oh, no. He's going he's to put, put two I'll answers just in case. All right. All right. I hope I'm right. I said reality. reality. Oh. We watch a lot of reality at our household. Mm-hmm. So just remember that when you were answering. <laughs> <laughs> what, what would you think I was going to do for film? Drama. Or action, action, I'm sorry. Action, for okay. sure. Oh, I just no, biffed comedy. it right there. But I did get your first reality. Oh, reality and, <laughs> and comedy. comedy. I was going to say comedy. I didn't know. You're always, because he likes doing these action movies, and I'll sometimes watch them, but I'll be like, watch it on your own. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do the comedies together, you know? What's the, what's the reality show you guys are watching now? 
we just finished. Um, finished a lot because a lot just M- wrapped. The mm-hmm. MTV's challenge. Ugh, so oh, so Oh, you still watch that? It's amazing. Yes. I have it. On, and Johnny Bananas is still on there. Yeah. He has made a career he out sure of has. being on the challenges. Yeah. It's crazy. I, I, I mean, I used to love Real World and Road Rules. Yeah. Like back in the day. Way back but I feel York. like, like around New Orleans, maybe when they went back to New York, <laughs> I was like, I think I'm not. I'm done with this. <laughs> it was a little bit. The challenge is really good these is days. It? Yes, promise. They just okay. finished the season finale, and you're just like, I look forward to it. But we watch more reality. If we watch anything, anything on actual television is reality. Yeah. And then we'll watch like Netflix, mm-hmm. and then we'll watch all those amazing like sure. drama comedy shows. Mm-hmm. But anything on actual cable TV is either game shows or reality shows. It's just such a love club. the game show network. What do we uh, DVR the chase? The Chase, so Common Knowledge, and Com- Catch Twenty One. Uh, common. I actually did run-throughs for Common Knowledge. Really? Yeah, yeah. That, that was actually a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I actually watch a lot of reality TV, but I say I watch a lot of reality TV because it's just mundane TV. Like you don't have Easy to think. Escape. Yeah. You know, you yeah. can. Yeah, you can escape. You can like laugh at them and realize yeah. like my life is great. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. You know, totally. I'm really totally sane. Yeah, 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 exactly. All right. Last question, Michael. You have your pick of who you want to to do it since we've Alyssa. Did one. Yes. What would be Freddie's? I'm married, so I'm very into relationship okay. drama. Okay. <laughs> I'm not trying to cause anybody asking this, but I'm like, what would be your what would be Freddie's biggest? What is Freddie's biggest pet peeve? About me? Yeah. Oh, I know this. <laughs> <laughs> Literally and, just talked about this. And I feel like Freddie's being very careful. Yeah. <laughs> Even that thing. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, yeah. Like, do I put myself out there and lose the game or lose the conversation on the drive home? <laughs> I don't know. Either way, it might be a lose lose. Like Great question. There's no winning a conversation there. Um,. This is okay. This won't get me in trouble. This is actually true. Uh, <laughs> now you realize now the conversation is going to be well. What were you really going to? Yeah, yeah. We, know, we know the answer. We know the answer to one slice of pizza. <laughs> right. right, right. <laughs> leaving that. The rest of the slices for me. So funny. All right. You ready? Yep. Does he show his first? Um, I think you show your first. You okay. show yours first and see if he matches. Oh, that's right. Okay. His pet peeve about me, biggest right. pet peeve, is I'm always 15 minutes late. Oh. Oh. <laughs> what do you Freddie yeah. also wrote, always 15 minutes late. 15 so, on the dot. So not 14. On the dot. Not no, always 15. It is. You know, today I was like, we have to leave by 2.30, because I knew it was live. Yeah. So I was like, we have to leave by 2.30, we live in Pasadena. Um, even though I knew we had to leave at 2.45, and yeah. we were in the car at, like, 2.43. But <laughs> well, I did good. I told you 2.30 <laughs> so that you could be ready by yeah, like 2.45. Yeah, yeah. At, like, 2.20. You guys like... are going to do marriage fine, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Just, yeah. We're going to do it. Right. figured it out. Yeah. But yeah. I think what's going to happen now is when he says 2.30, you're going to know he's not really meaning 2.30. Now we're going to do 30 uh, minutes. So yeah. that yeah. 15 is going to turn uh, into a half hour, right? Hmm. But Look, you... I, I don't like being late. I really don't. I, right. I just think I'm an optimistic person. This is—I read an article about it. <laughs> People who are late, they're more optimistic because you think, "Oh, I have more time," right. you know, and you're just like Lily Log. Or what's the Lily Log? Lily Log. Lily Log. I was trying to say Dilly Dally around. Dilly Dally. Yeah. Yes. That works too. So yeah, you know, I try, I'm working on it. 
<laughs> you know what's funny is that I am actually the same way. I'm not 15 minutes late, but I'm always like 10 minutes late. Uh huh. And it's just it's with everything. Like even when I when I had my full time job, yeah, I was always 10 minutes late. I was never 10 minutes early or right on time. I was always 10 minutes late. And this guy is 15 minutes early, so yeah. I'm really trying to meet him. <laughs> just just, just trying try to meet him in the middle. Every couple, though, one's the late one, yeah. one's the early yeah. one. Yeah. Same with me. My, my yeah. husband's kind of like you. Yeah. Like, thinks he has more time than he does. And I'm always like, all right, we have to leave in 10 minutes, and I'm at the door with my keys. Like, I, think, I think it's missing the idea that there's more to do. Like, I think she thinks we just her final hairspray that we magically get into the car. And it's like, no, we have to close the doors, get the dog bed out, get the treat, put yeah. the nest camera on, grab a water, look in the mirror, take a picture, the elevator, get in the car, drive through the parking garage, get out on the street. That's when the time starts. That's the 15 minutes. She's ready on the dot, but doesn't account for the 15 minutes of, like, that. Hashtag work in progress. <laughs> that was easy to recreate because that was today. <laughs> well, uh, unfortunately, we are now out of time. It always goes so quickly with you guys, but we're so happy that you guys came in. Thanks um, for having us. Of course. Cool. Anytime. Awesome. Anytime. Like, we are happy to, you know, promote and, like, get things out there. Whatever you need us for, we're happy to, like, do that for you guys you. because we support you guys support. and we appreciate you. you so um, I appreciate you. Before we head out, though, Look it right into that camera and let people know two things. Uh, when uh, the Pivot Prin- Principal Summit is and how they can get tickets and where they can purchase the book. Well, the good news is that they're both in the same place. <laughs> uh, uh, .shop. Uh, you can get the tickets to the event, which is September 28th. And the in book. Los Angeles, California. Yay. Oh yeah, the location's important. <laughs> um, and then what's really cool because we were coming on the show today, we actually did a code word uh, for twenty percent off the uh, the preferred seating at the event and the soft cover ebook and audiobook are all twenty percent off. So if you use the code nice. word buzz at checkout, you can get twenty nice. percent off. Yeah. So you can all like comment below and tell yes. them like what's up because they're awesome. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, we'd love to see you September 28th. and um, Again, www.thepivotprinciple.shop. And we'll, shop. we'll also make sure on our Insta story that we, because we have enough followers now where you can do the swipe up. Yeah. We're so <laughs> what happy is that about num- that. What's that number? 10, 10, 10 right? Yeah. So under 10, you can't swipe up? Yeah. Under 10, you can't swipe up yet. Like, I'm upset because wow. there's a lot of things I want people to swipe up yeah, on. I know. <laughs> but I'm one time, on I had to tell someone, hey, if you want to check me out here, um, go to this other page and swipe up there because you can't do it here. <laughs> wow, I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, uh-huh. So now we can do that. So now what we'll do, we'll do a Yay. link for, for you guys and put uh, the code word mm-hmm. uh, there so they can get 20% off and all they have to do is swipe up. Perfect. Done. Well, let's do I, it. You like that move, don't yes. you? Like, swipe oh, up, baby. Oh, I am all about, I'm it should be a gift. <laughs> we could use you for for like to put on there. We yes. won't swipe up. Yeah. You yes. yes. Oh, oh. See, watch this. Okay. So, fans, you guys know who you are. So, for those of you who always do our wonderful gifts, turn this one into a gift. Mm. Swipe up. I know you got to do it again. Swipe up and watch. They're going to tweet oh it to us. Oh my gosh. I in guarantee you. Two 15 minutes. minutes. Yeah. In two Amazing. minutes. Uh, make sure you, okay, make sure you guys tweet it to uh, Freddie and Alyssa yes. so that they see what I mean. I'm going to do it for them one more time so that they can really get it. Yes. I have to do it multiple times so that way they really get, get it. it. So swipe up, <laughs> swipe up, swipe up. Oh my God, that was so, <laughs> such an actor. Such an actor thing it. to do, right? The third one was the, was the winner. That was there. it. That yeah. was the winner. That the was money. it. Oh my God. Thank you guys so much for Thank coming you. in. Thank you guys so much. I'm so excited for you. Before we head out, Michael yes. Mattis, let the kind folks know where they can stalk you. You can find me. 
you do. You always every get it. Week, every week. <laughs> every he never week. gets his social media right. And it's his. I never get it right because you always look at me it's like... It's pressure. Yes. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> ML Mattis one on Twitter and ML Mattis on Instagram. Yay! <laughs> I cannot swipe up because I don't have 10,000 followers. Me but- <laughs> And you can find me on Twitter at Tammy Govea and Insta Tammy.govea. And Freddie and Alyssa, where can they find you all? Yes, Instagram at Alyssa Tabbitt, and my blog is AlyssaTabbitt.com. And Instagram is FMSmith319. And, of course, you guys can find all of us at Dishin Days on Facebook and Instagram and underscore Dishin Days on Twitter. And you can find little old me at Lounger with Tony on all social media platforms. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we'll see you next week for another recap. Bye! Founder Kevin Undergaro and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 